your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And today's episode is brought to you by Gamer Goo. If you are a gamer and just get a little sweaty in the hands while you're playing those heated multiplayer games, check out Gamer Goo. It's the antiperspirant for your hands. At the checkout, enter promo code LOA for 10% off of your order. All right. Uh, today, we're going to get Kyle Sullivan on the show. And uh, this week's kind of been all about restricted free agents, unrestricted free agents, and free agents in general. So I figured I've been talking about it all week. Why not have someone else and a fan of the Avalanche and a fan of the show and someone that you guys are familiar with to come on and give his side of uh, what he thinks the Avalanche should do uh, this offseason, who they should sign, who they should let go, who they should bring in. So uh, we're going to get to that uh, right here in a second. And we'll also get to, and I'll keep uh, Kyle on the line when we do this, our poll to hand out the grade for Ian Cole. Uh, it was pretty pretty one-sided in uh, the polling, um, but he got votes across the board, really, which is kind of surprising. <clears throat> so uh, we'll get to that as well. And also talk about who is next up on our list, which the voting for that will go on all weekend long, and that will be on Monday's show. <clears throat> so uh, before we get to jump in with Kyle, I figured why not, why wait, we'll just have this whole show with him and uh, kind of talk about where we think the avalanche are headed or where really he thinks the avalanche are headed because you guys know how I feel pretty much. So, uh, But let's get to our sponsors for the day and then jump in with Kyle. Uh, we are talking about Roman and talking about erectile dysfunction, and that's not easy. Usually we brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like I lost my mojo, I've had a long day at work, or I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about with a real healthcare professional who can pre prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is easy. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there is Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with healthcare professional and take care of it. So go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That is GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. And we are also talking about DoorDash and continuing support of restaurants in your community safely. There are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever. Support your local restaurants, and you can do that by using DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you are craving right now right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless driving drop-off setting. 
Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app. Enter the promo code LOCKEDONNHL. $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKEDONNHL. All right. Let's get to Kyle and uh, see what his take is on where the Avalanche should head in this off season. All right, so welcome back to the show, and it's Friday. Haven't done a Fan Friday segment in a little while, so I figured why not have uh, the fan, at least for the Lockdown Avalanche podcast, come back in Mr. Kyle Sullivan. Uh, you all know him. You all love him been on the show multiple times and i figured we'd have him back we've been talking about unrestricteds restricteds and just free agents in general this week so why not have uh him on and and discuss those things and get his point of view from it uh but first uh i wanted to see how you are doing in general you are you, you were in the midst of the storm you were in the eye of the storm uh, the Mustang Sally, as they yeah. as they say. So, uh, but you are okay. I am. Everything is yeah. good. Want to update everybody on what's been new with uh, Mr. Sullivan since we last heard from you? Well, um, yeah. For those who don't know, I live about fifteen twenty miles south of Birmingham, Alabama, and we had Hurricane Sally come through here. Luckily, mm-hmm. it veered off to the east and avoided us just a little bit. This kicked up wind. And some misty rain. We avoided the worst of it, but down south toward Montgomery, Mobile, they got the brunt of it. So yeah. all's fine and dandy with me. But you're good. All right. Good to hear. So, uh, and, and how are you doing just overall? Are you coping with, uh, you know, the, the season ending? We, we we're a couple weeks removed from it now. Or does Dallas making the cup just twist the knife a little bit? It. It hurts. It still hurts. Um, I've still been watching every game of the playoffs, and it's just – it's one of those that, oh, we could beat Tampa. We could beat the Islanders. We could beat – like, we could be in this spot. Like, it, it, it's, it hasn't gotten any easier, I could tell you that. Yeah, I, I mean, give Dow's credit. They made it, but, I like, I feel – hey, like, there, is there a, there's some luck involved. I mean, you went up against uh, an Avalanche team that you didn't get their best for a few games, and then you went up against a Vegas team that you didn't get their best pretty much for that entire series. Yeah. So uh, good for you that you 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 played the game you had to play to win, and you're in the cup. Um, but yeah, it, it's 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 a little, still a little bit better. I mean, and then if they win this thing, uh, it's just we're gonna have to deal with that too. Because not only because they beat us, because they are in our division, so we will see them multiple times next year. You won't hear the end of it. You know, if the, if the cup goes to like an East Coast team, you can kind of ignore it for a little while. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but when it goes to your division rival, um, like it did now, it, if Dallas wins, this is two years in a row. Yeah. The division rival, um, it's gonna suck. It, it, it's just gonna, it's gonna make the the uh like emphasis on this team to win it even more it's like okay now two yeah. of your division rivals have won it now it's your turn go get it done yeah absolutely um it it really cranks up our timeline a little, little bit like everybody around us is doing it why can't we do it <laughs> like it's especially when we're poised 
long term to be in this position. Right. Um, yeah, it stings a little bit. I hear you. All right. So uh, I figured we would, like I said, have you on and, and kind of get your take on what, you know, some restricted free agents, unrestricted free agents, and uh, free agents in general, who anybody out there on the free agency wire that you think the Avalanche might want to take a look at. Um, so I started in the week with restricted, so we can, we can start with them. And just to kind of run through again who the restricted free agents are. And again, if you didn't hear any of those shows that those were um, earlier in the week on Monday, I did restricted free agents on Tuesday, I did unrestricted. Um, and to recap the restricted free agents, the only one that doesn't is not arbitration eligible is Tyson Jost. So he is a straight up restricted free agent. Everybody else is a, is it is restricted with arbitration eligibility. Um, and they are Val Nachuskin, uh, Kamenev technically, but we know where he is headed. Uh, Burakovsky, Ryan Graves, Nikita Zadorov. Um, and then we get into like the AHL guys who, you know, I don't really need to fly through them, but, um, O'Connor maybe is maybe the biggest name and Sheldon drives, uh, of the guys who are kind of in the AHL version of the RFAs. So starting with them, um, I mean, anybody that jumps out of the page at you, I guess that you want to see get done sooner rather than later. We got, uh, I know I was, this is contrary to what I was singing at the beginning of the playoffs, but it'd be nice to bring Burkowski back. Mm-hmm. Um, he really can, when he gets going and shoots the puck, he's a huge asset to the, the second line, especially. Um, we need to get Burkowski back. And again, a counterpoint to what I was saying at the beginning of the playoffs, we could bring Z back. Whoa. Slow down. Really? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying don't, uh, you know, I'm still kind of on the fence with him, but yeah, I mean, we, I think, you know, most avalanche fans, you and I included, and have had many discussions about that, uh, kind of maybe thinking we've seen Nikita Zadorov, uh, the last game he's played in an avalanche sweater, but you're kind of turning tail on that maybe a little bit. I wouldn't go too deep with a, especially with a flat cap and the uncertainty of how financials will go from this point forward. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't hurt to just throw Zadorov maybe a one to three year deal with minor. I mean, just, just a basic, just basic money. Okay. Just to keep him with the team. I going back since I haven't had avalanche hockey to watch. I've been looking back at it in the, the ESPN documentary series quest for the cup where they yeah. have the behind the, the scenes. Um, just seeing how the team bonds. Mm-hmm. And like you, it's, you saw it a couple of times at the press conferences that Nate was wearing like the Nikita Zadorov hat yeah. <laughs> and um, like Zadorov's Instagram posts of the, uh, of the newborn, like, right. and the team rallying around that they really bonded in that bubble. And with Sackick already getting out in front of it with the messaging, we want to keep this team together. We like Grubauer and Franco's going forward. Right. I think he's trying to, telegraph the messaging we're trying to keep this team together and they went out of their way saying that yeah we're behind Zadorov 
I don't want to mess with that team chemistry right now. Well, and I would agree with that, but uh, so many of these, you know, unrestricted issues and, and, uh, or restricted issues, both of them come down to money. Um, Do I think Joe Sackick wants to keep him around? I would, I would lean more yes than no, because I feel like that's what Joe Sackick wants to do with this team is keep as many of these guys uh, in as possible. Um, I think if you ask Jared Bednar that question, I think that would be <laughs> lean more towards no than yes. Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to be a, a casualty of money. I think Zadorov wants a substantial uh, pay increase. And I do not think, Joe Sackick is willing to go that route. And I think that will be the reason why they cut ties. And see, the thing is like with the flat cap and the financials, you're not going to have that out of left field offer sheet coming in for a lot of these guys. Right. will steal people away when a lot of teams, I mean, Arizona right now is having problems just paying bonuses. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's, it's been making the ways that they're having, they're behind in payments of the arena itself whoa they're behind in payments of the bonus payments for the season like a lot of teams are once they get back and resume operation for the next season Mm -hmm. the the in the inside cap not so much the salary cap just the operating sure a lot of teams are right up against it without a gate okay and you're not going to get a lot of those teams coming out of left field given those gaudy offer sheets making us make a move which we are financially set to make those moves but if we can just lowball Zadorov, i don't think anybody was wowed by him like if you watch him on the ice he's not he doesn't possess a wow factor no not at all and it's not something that everybody's like oh i want that Zadorov as soon as he hits the market <laughs> Nobody's well, nobody's saying that. I I I think I mean there's 31 soon to be 32 teams in this league. I think there will be one team that jumps at him. I he is that type of guy that a team will overpay for. Absolutely. I, I don't know who that team is. Uh but he's 25 years old. He's a young guy. He's a beast of a man. A team that is wanting to get rough will overpay for him. I can almost guarantee it. And I don't think the Avalanche are going to be that team that does that. And, and see Sackick's in that position where he can make that low ball offer. Somebody comes in with that offer sheet and pays him that gaudy money. Sackick will be like, well, we tried to keep this team together. We got to pay Landy in two years. Mm-hmm. We have all this coming up. We tried to keep it together. But if you want money, go right ahead. Go ahead. Let them walk. Right. Go on to the next one. Right. Um, you mentioned Burkowski. I think that is, uh, you know, that that's an absolute – slam dunk i think to bring him back and he is uh one of those guys that yeah you brought him in uh to see what he can do i think he lived up to what you brought him in to do and and that is the perfect guy to keep around because you know what he did in in his first season with a brand new team uh you know he's that guy that is, is probably has settled in now yeah. And now is a lot more comfortable and whatever they sign him to, you can probably, you know, almost guarantee he will, he will continue to go on this trajectory that he's had. He's, he, he had an excellent season, uh, but because he's going to have that comfortability, 
with this team in the, in this city. I feel like, you know, once you get that first year under your belt of being a new player in a new, on a new team in a new town uh, and play as well as you did, I, I, I think really big things are coming for Burkowski next year. Yeah. And he's got that. I mean, he played with the Capitals. He knows what it takes to go all the way. Like he, he yeah. knows what it's right. like to play with winners and he's been singing the praises of how the avalanche were built all year long. Sure. Comparing Definitely. us to the Capitals. So yeah, uh, um, he fits really well. So uh is going to be an interesting one. I, I think they absolutely love him. I think they, they were more than happy with their, you know, the return that they got uh, with him. He'll get a, I think, you know, a little bit of an increase obviously with his um, contract for this time around. Uh, same thing. I think he is a solid third line guy for this team. And if you need him to step up and go on to that second line, he's got no problem doing it. Yeah, and it's, that, it's, it's not going to take much to fire him up. If Dallas does go all the way. Oh yeah. So oh, just yeah. wind him up, say, this is what we want. We need to topple them and get that cup. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and then two more in the restricteds that we want to get to. One is Ryan Graves. Um, didn't have the best postseason, but I, I don't think, you know, a, a subpar postseason takes away from uh, what he's brought to this team in the totality of a season. So uh, I think he hangs around. I think, I think this is Joe Sackick's, but despite all of the, you know, great draft picks that he's had and, and forming this team, I think Joe Sackick has hung his hat on, look at this trade that I made. Yeah, that you know you can talk about your draft picks and all that other stuff. Like you're when when you pick in the areas the Avalanche were picking in, you're kind of uh, expected to do well in that and pick a guy. You're picking fourth. You should be picking somebody that's going to um, contribute to your team. And all signs are pointing to that. But when you make a midnight deal that didn't even make the the newswire, and that guy is really overperforming. Um, I think the, that's what Joe Sackick is really loving about the job that he's doing himself. If he's ever going to praise himself. I would, if you were to ask him, like, what's the one thing that you're the most proud of? I would venture to guess he would probably say the Ryan Graves trade. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it was fantastic, and it, it was one of those that people were scratching their head, like, okay, sure. Yeah, but he's was... he's he's really just he's been an amazing asset to the team this year. Yeah. And it's going to also draw eyeballs from other teams. It will. Like he's going to be the one we're going to have to fight for. It the will. Season. Yep. And I think if he hangs around, uh, you know, this was, I think this was the, was it, has he played in a postseason before this? Did he play with one in the Rangers? I don't know if he did or Do the not. Rangers go to the postseason? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how long he was actually with them for. Um, and if it goes back far enough where he was actually in the playoffs. So if this was his first time around in the playoffs, uh, you know, he, he's never had that taste of playoff life before. So now he has, now he's uh, expected to do, to do more. Um, and I think, you know, the avalanche are going to give him a nice little contract. Yep. Yeah, I really do. And then finally, uh, Mr. Tyson Jost, you know, this will be a hot, <laughs> you're already waving your hand. Are, are you, are you signing the pink slip for, for Tyson Jost right now? <laughs> It's if if he would have in the postseason at least showed up just a little bit. I mean, I know yeah. there's there's a passionate fan base that loves Joe Steve for what he does. I get it, 
but we're here to win. We don't, I mean, which is talking out both sides of my mouth. I mean, mm-hmm. Nuke vanished in the playoffs until for like a couple games. Domestikov, mm-hmm. um, I don't know where you were against Dallas, but you know, yeah. it's, but I need, if you want us to fight for you, Josty, you had to fight for us and you were invisible. Um, I'm not going to put up much of a fight if somebody comes in, but I just, well, and I think that's the question. It's, it's who, who, who's the player that you're planning on replacing him with, you know, because he's not going to cost you a lot of money. He, he hasn't performed. This is almost a, a, a Nathan McKinnon contract on a much lower level. Yeah. Like the, the contract Nathan McKinnon is playing through right now is because, uh, you know, he was not playing to the level that he is playing at now when this contract that he's currently on was due to be signed, which is why this is, you know, he is playing on $6.3 million a year, which is the steal of the century. Uh, Tyson Jost is going to come cheap because he has not lived up to a number 10 pick. Um, so you could theoretically get him for very low money. Hope that he, this next, he's 22 years old hope that you know this next season is where he figures it all out and can put it together for long stretches at a time not these two or three games at a time that he's kind of known for right now and then be non-existent for 12 games at a time so he he's got to turn it around um i'm not saying he will i'm saying he knows that he has to so do you take a flyer on him knowing that he's come that he's gonna he would be cheap knowing that he knows this team he's comfortable with this team as opposed to bringing in new blood who needs to get used to the team, used to the facilities, used to the new town, all of that stuff that we're talking about, like Burakovsky did. Um, that's, and I'm not trying to fight for Tyson Jost. I'm just trying to like see like both sides of the coin here. Let's say theoretical everything plays out like it's planned right now. Training camp starts in December. And we bring some of the Colorado Eagles, I mean, Joe's sitting right now with a perfectly healthy team as a 13th forward. He's on that, he's on that healthy scratch level right. right now. Is there not at least three or four forwards right now that could take Joe's job? In the avalanche, uh, in the avalanche system? Yes. Probably. I mean, yeah. Yeah, there probably is. I'm trying to look at their – I know like Cal – is ready to go. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Cout is gone. No, Cout is being rented. Um, or okay, but, so okay, That's he true. can come back. Like if if the if the season when when the season starts, they can bring him back. That's right. That's right. That's um, right. What else do we got here? I'm just looking at wingers. Yeah, Obviously, just, I think Cout's the big one, but in it's Logan a cheaper O'Connor, option to grab an eagle. I mean, you're. I mean, we're fighting for the thirteenth forward here. Right. Yeah, I know. It's not, I know. It's not it, like it, we're fighting for somebody to be up there with Kadri. Yes, or... exactly. And it's a good point. It's a good point. But I just think, like you know, again, like Sackick's had multiple opportunities to really move on from him, and he hasn't yes. done it yet. But there is a time where you just say, "We gave you enough shots." Yeah. Like they did with Varlamov, uh, and then it was just time to move on. Is it now? It what was it? Has he not done enough between the trade deadline uh, and the end of the year? Is it was there enough there or not there uh, for Sakic to have that moment of like, yeah, I, I got to move on? I don't know. And are, is the Avalanche currently right now at a spot where we can play another gamble with him? 
are we past the point of gambling on players that we yeah. currently have? If you aren't showing up now in this bubble, like in this isolated playoffs that we just had, if you can't show off, show up now. Yeah. What makes us think that you're going to show up next right. year when things are semi-normal? Sure. Yeah. If they are, we have no idea what next year is going to look like. Yeah, true. I mean, you <laughs> so, have no idea what it's going to look like, but yeah. it's if you didn't show up now, why are we going to take another gamble and possibly a pay raise right. to be proven wrong? Right. Because then you're stuck with them for multiple years. You know, yep. Unless you sign up for a one-year contract, which I don't think you can do. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they would structure it. but I just think it would be a cheaper option to call up somebody from Loveland and say – you might be a healthy scratch up. tonight, but yeah. So that though, I mean, interesting questions are around the uh, restricted. So moving on to the unrestricted free agents, uh, we'll go down this list. We've got Colin Wilson, Matt Nieto, Nemetsnikov, uh, Kanaan, Michael Hutchinson. Uh, and then in our AHL, really the only one maybe worth mentioning but probably not really as Jason Megna uh, just because they, they brought him up quite yeah. a bit. If he goes, he goes, uh, it, it could happen. I don't think he will, but um, moving on to the guys that maybe we care about uh, Colin Wilson is interesting. I, I don't know. I think he's done. You know what I mean? I think because we have no idea what this injury is. Um, I think that's they, been the, know. I would love to figure out what is going on with him. I don't know. He's been like they had him in a suit on opening night on the bench, and he waved during player introductions. Yeah, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, there's Colin. That's great." Never saw him again. Stadium series on the Avs Instagram story. He's riding a bike. Really, I didn't know that. Really, yeah, he's riding a bike in the uh, in the trainer room. I was like, "Oh, we might see Colin Wilson tonight." Mm. Didn't see him at all in the bubble. Didn't see him. Was, Nothing. What is going on with him? I don't know. This is like, this is, we need an episode of Unsolved Mysteries with this one because it's yeah, just it's, it's strange. So I think he's out. Um, Matt Nieto? What do you think? What mm. do you think they do in Nieto? He's an interesting one. That, I would like him. say I, I liked him because he was consistent and he was there. He was there when we needed him. When injuries were such a problem for us all year long, he was there. Yeah. So. And he's great on the power of on the penalty kill, I should say. Um, I think they rely on him a lot. I mean, he yeah. he had how many? Didn't he had a number of shorthanded goals? I think this past year, or the year before, but he, yeah. he's solid on uh, the penalty kill. So uh, that will be an interesting one, and uh, we'll save him for last. All right, uh, Kevin Connaughton could go it's, either way on him. Yeah. I put I put Kanaten and Nieto in the same same level. Yeah, they're they both have great upside, but you know they kind of hover around average. So. I would I would much rather Nieto over Kanaten, much rather. Okay. Yeah, um, and then Hutchinson, you know, like like you're saying, we were talking about Tyson Joe says a thirteenth forward. We're talking about a third string yeah. goalie which normally you wouldn't think is important but they had to turn to him in the point important than we're realizing but um he's an unrestricted do you think he played himself some small time contract because of the playoffs or not really no I, we got bebo and i mean we have goalies in the system i right. i mean 
you were you did what we asked you to do, but not enough. Like maybe if we won that series against Dallas, you might have gotten something from that. I, you might yeah. have put some more value into him, but I mean, he was. I mean, we talked about it. He was your average seventy-five overall goalie. Yeah, there was nothing flashy or amazing. It was just you did enough. Now you mentioned uh, Antoine Bibu. He is an unrestricted. Yeah, and it's and I don't know what this means. It says unrestricted free agent, and then it says group six. I don't know what the group six means. If you have any idea what the group six means, tax bracket. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> I and he's the only one that I've seen that's like that. So what I mean, I guess the bottom line is he's an unrestricted. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, and, and it is what it is. I mean, you, yeah. you could you could go bring in somebody else. I'm not going to lose sleep over that. No. The one I think we're all kind of looking at is Nemetsnikov. Vlad Nemetsnikov mm. traded at the trade deadline, brought in at the trade deadline from Ottawa. Um, I think he liked it in Colorado. I think it, it maybe he liked it even more after they were able to kind of continue the season and not just play nine games for them. Um, but I think, you know, I think he wants to get paid. Um, and you were telling me he's wanting what? Around his 4 million. Yeah. Which he made, that's when he made the the contract that just ran out, which, um, I, I mean, he's not going to, he's not going to want to go backwards. You know, he's 27 years old. This is his contract to cash in as much as he can, not that he's, you know, going to make Miko Ranton in money, but no. um, so he's not going to go backwards. So if he stays at that $4 million asking price, you think the Avalanche dive into that? I mean, is he, is he worth more than Don Scully and Comfer? Because if we pay him the four, he's going to be making more than JT and Don Scully. Just more than, than Don Scully. Don Scully's at 3.9. Yeah, Comfer's at three point five. Is he more valuable than Comfer? Oof, that's a tough question, man. I don't because uh... then you're going to wow. That's a good question. You're, you're setting up for the coming years, like you're you're going to be setting some bars here. Yeah, that's where this is where this is getting tricky. When exactly you're talking over the UFAs and the RFAs. He's going to be tricky because uh, are we paying for his lightning days or his Ottawa days? Like, what are we going to get? What are we getting? Yeah, and, I don't know, man. And it's hard to put an evaluation on him off only nine games and hit and miss in the playoff bubble. Yeah. Yeah, I man, there's so many questions. Just like, do you, and, and all the questions are, do we take a chance? It's not like solid. And, and maybe, you know, do we take a chance on the player? for guys like Tyson Jost and hopefully he, he materializes into something or do we take a, a chance on a dollar amount? Like what Nemesikov is, is off is asking. Um, but in that same breath, like you just said, which one are we getting? Which yeah. Nemesikov are we getting? So, or, or again, do you tip dip into that free agency pool and pluck somebody that's maybe a couple million dollars cheaper that has similar, uh, comparable, and similar um, stats, I don't know. Because if if he starts to turn into a dud at the beginning of next year, is he going to be a trade piece 
Wow. Like, this is, it's a huge gamble because we've seen him turn invisible. And is that going to be something that somebody wants come trade deadline next year? Right. And then this is going to be a $4 million bargaining chip here. And it's yeah. going to be a little difficult, like I was saying earlier, with everybody struggling with the financials. Right. That's going to be a difficult bargaining chip. It'll be tough. It'll be tough. So we shall see with the uh, RFAs and UFAs uh, quickly, though, and then we'll get on to our uh, poll question of the day with uh, Ian Cole. But any free agents that you are maybe targeting for the, the Avalanche? Honestly, I, I like Markstrom. Yeah, we were talking about him. Um, and then Sackick said what he said yeah about goalies so um so that's I, also gm joe sackick saying gm things yeah i mean he's going to protect his guys right now but when yeah when time comes to wheel and deal does he have a change of heart um i don't know so uh i, I man he, I don't think he would be that expensive. I really don't. I mean, was he making like three point something? Yeah. He's probably going on a little bit of a bump. I, would you go that route? I mean, you got 3.3 tied up in Grubauer and two tied up in Franzos. Uh You probably, I mean, who would you get rid of? You got Franzos for the next two years and Grubauer for the next one year. So you can't have all three of those guys on your roster. Or if you want to go the New York Rangers route, have all three on your roster and just <laughs> yeah, that worked for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I mean, you could easily, if you're bringing in Markstrom, you could yeah. trade one of those goalies and a, a pick or a minor leaguer, and it's not going to upset the apple cart a little. Like no. it's, it will be, like, he showed out in the playoffs. He he was really good. And yeah. that's something we would need. So uh, now do you well, think they, but do you think they go after kind of like these high price guys? Do you think they're going after Taylor Hall or uh, like Petrangelo or anything like that? I would say out of any of them, the only one they would try and make a splash on would be Taylor Hall. The only reason mm-hmm. we didn't make a move at the trade deadline because it was going to be a rental. Right. And it was just, right. there was no, there was no future guaranteed in that trade. Now it's up to us. And he, I think he's tired of being on teams that just fall short. And yeah. that's a great sales pitch to say, Hey, we're there. We're, yeah. You come here. We'll get there. Right. Right. Um, I'm trying to go through, I mean, top, top of, you know, the ones at the top of the list here, I, I just don't, with the exception of Taylor Hall, I think Sackick likes him and I think it's really appealing to, to maybe throw him on a second line, which is yeah. r- ridiculous to say. Um, you know, you have got, well, like Ryan Nugent Hopkins is a free agent. I would steer clear of him. Um, Trying to go down the line here. And even guys that are like in this like Nemetsnikov range. Um who we got here. Well, there's Markstrom. Uh yeah. there's see. not anything that I because this is what we're waffling with yeah. is who's worth the gamble. And I don't think the Avs are in the position now where they want to keep gambling 
on the future. Yeah. When, like you were mentioning at the beginning of the show, like St. Louis won the cup. Dallas is on their way. They're in the cup final. Everyone in the central is in the cup final. And we've missed the boat two years in a row. Right. How many more years do we want to keep gambling? I know. Vegas could do it next year. And then, I mean, who else in the central wants to keep going while we're just waffling, waiting on the future? Mm. I mean, if you don't want to pay Nemeskov $4 million, you know, and then there's a guy like Tyler Toffoli out there who's asking more than that. Uh, well, I don't, what he, I don't know what he's asking. His, his last uh, contract was 4.6. So, or do you look at the guys that were lower than that and nothing is jumping out at me like, like this? I remember like, Toffoli from that stadium series. I don't want to see him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, do you bring in like an elder statesman, big elder statesman, and Joe Thornton? Uh, I don't, I don't think you do that. I mean, no, he's, he's, he is. What about Jesper Fast? Yeah, that's going to be money. That's going to be, I mean, he, he, uh, I don't know, before the COVID shutdown, he had a stellar game. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, uh, the Ranger game before the COVID shutdown. I think, he had a two or th- a hat trick. Yeah, I think you're right. Yes. Um, I mean, he's only been doing 1.8 now. That's going to be a big increase for him. I feel. If we um, can land him at two, bring him on. If you can, I think he's going to want a lot more than that. But we have I, we I have mean, the the upper hand of saying we are. We show him the roster. We show him our salary cap and say yeah. two million. You're getting a cup. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But man, it it is such a drop off between the top of this list and anything else. Yeah, I mean, you can look at the top ten guys. Uh, I'll just you know, Petrangelo, Holtby, Crawford, Hall, Nugent, Hopkins, Ryan Callahan, uh, who I had no idea was on Ottawa. <laughs> yeah, that happens I didn't a lot know when you go to Ottawa. <laughs> I had no clue he was on Ottawa. Uh, Grandland. Tyson Berry, Nico Koivu, uh, <laughs> Justin Schultz, Mike Green, Nathan Horton, Tory Krug, and then kind of after that, it's like hit or miss. You know, like you got your Leonard on uh, Vegas for goal, but Wayne Simmons is actually a free agent. Um, Soderbergh's a free agent. <laughs> oh, I miss him. Yeah. Uh, TJ Brody's a free agent in Calgary, uh, but we don't need D. No. Man, I, yeah. So, and you look at this, and you're like, yeah, you can find players in here that can fit roles, um, or do you just want to stand pat? Yeah, that's that's why my when you asked me that question of free agents that stood out to you, I went Markstrom, and there was no follow up. Like yeah. it was no everybody else is a gamble. Like we'll make our we'll make our attempt at Taylor Hall, but I want Markstrom, Taylor Hall. If we get him, that's great. If we don't, that's fine. Right. But everybody else, it's not worth it. It's not uh-huh. worth it. Yeah, but it, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna sign free agents. It's gonna happen. So who are they going to be? Uh, we'll see. So, um, all right, hang around with me, so we can get into this thing. We got to hear from Built Bar first. And uh, Built Bars, are, I talk about Built Bar all the time. If you're a health nut, or even if you're not a health nut, and you just want something good to eat halfway through the day, uh, Built Bar is a great and healthy energy bar lose maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat bars are low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber 
great for a keto diet if that is your thing. Uh, kind of the flavor profile of uh, any of them or the flavor nutrition facts, I should say. 19 grams of protein, 180 gra- uh, excuse me, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. And go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. And you get $10 off your first order. Actually, you get $10 off of any order. They did away with the first order. You can get $10 off any order by using the promo code LOCKEDON. So go to BuiltBar.com at the checkout. Promo code LOCKEDON. $10 comes off of your order. Okay, we did our uh, poll up on Twitter. I'm going to get the final numbers from that. We uh, are giving, we're handing out season grades for people, and we're going alphabetically. And today was Ian Cole over on Twitter. He's the first one so far that I'm almost positive that got all uh, – so people voted for him in all four sections. So he got 8% as an A. He got 60%, which was the highest, as a B. He got 28% as a C. And then he got 4% as a D. So uh, I guess congratulations, Ian Cole, on being, you know, an equal opportunity greater. But uh, you voted. What did you vote and why? Solid B. Solid B. He was um, – he had moments of greatness. Right. And even when he took the day off, he was still average, not a liability, which is something we talk about all the time. He was great. I mean, he was clutch in a lot of times. And having to pick up – the slack for Zadorov in the re- regular season and many occasions. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Ian Cole was a solid, solid B. I think so too. Um, and, and I said that the other day, I think we, after we did the Matt Calver one, it's like, I think we're going to see a lot of B's on this. You're not going to see yep. A's. B, well, you'll, you'll see the few A's and you know who the A's are going to be. Um, I think if they had won the cup, I think people are a lot more liberal with their voting on this. Um, and I think like guys like Ian Cole are in that, you know, B, maybe even B minus. What were his? Let me bring up his stats here for a hot second. Um, but yeah, it would be but, a definite B for his the Ian Cole butt that took out <laughs> Groove Hour in the stadium series. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Um, what do we got here? All right, so he was in sixty-five games. Uh, four goals, 22 assists for a total of 26, which looks like that tied his career high from the 2016, 2017 season when he was with Pittsburgh, um, really cut down on penalty minutes last year. He had 115 penalty minutes and this year he only had 36, so played a much smarter game, and you could, and maybe that's where it is. Maybe that, maybe just reading that, maybe that's where I'm seeing like what was the difference in him this year? And he, he was just seemed like he was on the ice more. Yeah, um, yeah, and he, he's he's not a liability when he's out there. He's a strong player. Um, just one of those guys that you like to have on your roster. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I, I would agree. I think you know, I, I think I'm kind of with the masses here for a, a solid B for Ian Cole. Yeah, he's a defensive Matt Calvert. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Good. That's a good analogy. I like that. D- definitely. Yep. Um, all right. So I'll put it up later today. Um, the next one on our list is JT Comfer. 
do you, do you know where you're going with this already? Do you, do you want to oh, lead, yeah. lead people in the direction of where you, because uh, people are going to hear this and be like, oh, Kyle Sullivan gave him a, so I have to do the same. What, what, what's your, is it JT Comfer because his last name starts with a C, he gets a C or is that's, he even, is, Honestly, that's where he's going to fall. Yeah. And I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I don't, I don't, I don't have any qualms with that. Last year it would have been a B, especially for his playoffs series against San Jose. That yep. would have been a B, but this year he dropped. Okay. I would agree with that. He had a great postseason last year. Uh, and I was hoping we'd see that again this year, but it didn't happen. Too. Didn't yeah. happen. So Confer will be up uh, later Friday, and you can vote on that one all weekend. We'll cover him on Monday. And then uh, anything else that seems to happen – over the weekend, if anything, is is the uh, the Lightning playing right now? Yes, it is going into the third tied at one. Going into the third tied at one. Ooh, Adam is probably freaking out right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Uh, yeah, that's going to be it for today. Kyle, I want to throw out your Twitter handle where people can find you. At Shaggy Von Doom. And on milehighsticking.com as well. Mile high sticking, yes. Yeah. Check out the articles. All right, man. Thanks for uh, jumping on the show tonight. And um, yeah, I'm sure we'll have you on probably before the the draft, which is two and a half weeks away. Crazy to think about that. But uh, we'll talk about draft stuff in the coming show. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it for today. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Definitely check out Locked On NHL. Um, if you want to go check out the Thursday show, Locked on NHL, myself and Adam uh, did that for the ailing Justin. Um, so we'll be on that show for the next couple Thursdays, but check out Locked on NHL uh, for any news going on around the league. And uh, yeah, have a good weekend. Kyle, thanks again. Anytime. And uh, we'll see you guys on Monday. Here is Jovi. Go, Abs, go.